Oh my god, is this happening right now? Are we actually doing this? Are we in our Ew. second episode? Ew, David, no. Ew, <laughs> David, no! <laughs> Ew, David. Ew, <laughs> David, no, David. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome into... I forget the name of my podcast. That's how it goes. The Real and the Remarkable. And today we are featuring Audrey. Oddity draws on all social media platforms. Audrey, could you please tell us about yourself? Uh, First of all, I want to say that would be a really good podcast name. I forgot the name. I forgot the name of my podcast. You know, we could. That would be be my podcast. (laughs) I forgot the name of my podcast. Well, mine would be uh, I Can't Decide on a name. I Can't Decide. See, I even forgot part of my intro there. Like, I'm just so nervous about this. Like, I'm supposed to say, I hope you all have your drinks, whether it's a juice, a warm drink, a Capri Sun, anything that you like to have. Do you want, do you want a juice? Oh, yeah, I was supposed to have juice. You're supposed to have juice. You're supposed to. You can. You're just going to get Oh, and Richard's here as well, by the way. And so... <laughs> He's lurking. He's behind the stuff. He's, he's on right shadows. There. You can't see him. It's <laughs> he, a mystery whether I'm here or not. You'll have to guess. So, uh, oh, you need to introduce myself. Yeah, only if you want to. You don't have to, but if you want yeah. to. <laughs> no, I told. I don't want them to know. No one should know me. Who are you, I'm mysterious? So incognito. <laughs> um, no. Uh, yeah, I go by Oddity Draws on different platforms. Uh, Oddity on so, so Oddity on YouTube. Oddity Draws on TikTok. Uh, Oddity on Instagram. <laughs> Basically, you just look up Oddity, and you'll find me somewhere or another on one or one platform or another. Uh, YouTube and, and TikTok tend to be my main ones, but I also do Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, You're you know, a great Fortnite player. Oh my god, I love Fortnite. <laughs> right now my heart belongs to Baldur's Gate, for sure. I feel that. Holy crap, it's I, such a good game. So I'm not um, nowhere near as far as you, but please. I don't know if that's true or not. Like, I'm not even I've through Act started, 1. I'm not through Act 1. Oh, I thought you were you like four times. Oh, so you didn't like get to the end? You just full on just restarted. So I've restarted a million times. Like, because I just every time. Well, it's because okay, you learn more about the game, and you're like, I don't know. I've made a character that's not good for this. Like, I first started out as a wizard. <laughs> okay, and I was like, this isn't a good choice. I already have a wizard. Gale's a wizard. We don't mm. need me. Mm. Like, I'm just I'm unnecessary here, and it makes it so I can't have Gale in my party. So I was like, all right. So I became a druid so that I could turn into animals, nice. and then I could get into tiny spaces and stuff. It's like a little Kit Kat being city. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I'm playing as a druid right now for like the third time. Um, and I've restarted, like, I restarted for the third time, I think, or fourth time. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's fun, though. I've only, I've, I've got, I'm not going to spoil it, though. I can't spoil it because, you know, yeah. like, I don't know how far you've gotten. And it's like, who, it's not even about far, either. It's one of those games where it's like, it doesn't really. What um, story did you choose? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you, like, at the beginning, like, what you, the decisions you make affect so much the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So I can't say, like, I'm at this part because that might not even be a part you ever come to. So, um, if I can say, yeah. and so I have dealt with the, in quotations, the aunt. Um, yeah. Okay, and, and I'm trying not to spoil. And I've, um, I've, I'm not totally finished with the Druid Circle place. Um, okay. I, and I uh, just got to a, a run-down city uh, that has goblins looting it, but they're not killing me. I think the reason they're not is because you have that thing in your head, and they worship somebody who has that thing in their head. Oh, right, right, right. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yes. They think that you're somebody that like 
yeah, they're basically you're like a deity in their eyes. So, so hello, listeners. Tell me you want to say. Audrey and I play video games pretty it's much a lot. Welcome to the Real Remarkable, where your real moments are in a video game. <laughs> Except for some of us, it's real life. It is. Well, video games are like video games who are just wanted romance of vampire man. Well, so that's one thing I know when it comes to you and I. Like we talk about video games actually more frequently than I think most people probably realize that we do. And so, like we we both stream. We we and so like you got me into Fortnite, (laughs) and uh, you got everybody into Fortnite. It's such a good game. I know I haven't played in a bit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Overwatch, those things have been taking me around. Yeah. I can't do no. Overwatch. It's too much. It's like, I, oh, I don't, I, I applaud you guys who can play it. I can't keep track of what the, am I allowed to swear in here? You're more than welcome to swear. I, I trigger- can't keep track of what the <laughs> is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, I don't know. Are you allowed to swear on podcasts? Does it ruin your things on podcasts? I mean, I've heard podcasts where people swear. Some people like try to make it more accessible to younger people and don't. Well, so. As long as you don't swear in the first minute, then they don't know. Yeah. So if anything, I can just boop you out either way. Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, either either one. <laughs> if I cut it out, I cut it out. If I don't, I'll I don't. Try not to swear. Hey, to. no, it's fine. It's for me. Sometimes I don't. I or I'll use different words. Uh, but I I I pers- you know me. I personally I like. Like I swear, I, sw- I don't know why that came into mind. For me, I use an expression. Like I'll use the f word. I'm just saying that you know, cover the bases <laughs> as an expression more than me like hey f word you. And so it's just like, yeah, uh, and I tend so to not use it against other people. Yeah, like an, you're adding emphasis because that's mm-hmm. you know like well I mean we all have met somebody where we're like hey f you like that's yeah but like yeah it's not something <laughs> where I'm gonna like argue with people well yeah but on that like i know that we play video games and we have a lot of other things that are very similar but i would love to know when it comes to you and your um life what would you say has been some things that helped made you who you are what would you say is the one the first thing that comes to your mind that you felt was when the world felt real to you and that um and that what happened and how do you have to work through that it's not it's hard to pick like one moment of course yes i don't know the world never quite feels real as much as it used to would it help if a weird thing like no it's it's totally fine like when i mean real it's it's not so much as like is this fake is this imaginary things i mean like when you when you had moments that brought you into kind of like more of like so this is what's happening this is this is how what i have to go through humbling moments is that, uh, that could that definitely like your like life-changing moments is that sort of thing? yeah i mean it's hard for me to say like one or another i feel like a lot of really weird things have happened to me or things that like not really weird things that just have changed my life my life has taken a lot of different turns mm-hmm. at different points um from like you know when i met rich in senior year and my life really took a turn for the better i was much happier um when my part of my family kicked me out to go live with another part of my family was definitely difficult especially Mm -hmm. because i was still a kid Mm -hmm. um and uh that led to a lot of different stuff um when i went to you know i I really i really loved going to my college in my hometown i I did junior college before i did like my normal normal college Mm -hmm. um and i loved going to that junior college because like i I was living a life where, like, I had fr- my friends were around, my family who, like, I was still interacting with was around, um, and Rich and I were together. We would spend every single day together and everything. But when we moved to Long Beach, Southern California, 
and we had to go to college there. I did like my school in a lot of ways, but living in Southern California was probably the worst thing that ever happened to me mental health-wise. May I ask what what it was? (laughs) Everything. I am not a city person. Right. Um, Anybody who's gotten to know me, which I know you've heard me about some stuff about how I just hate L.A. (laughs) Some people can thrive there. Like Jennings is one of those people he can thrive there really well. And it's just I everybody around me felt like they didn't like me. Like they already had their friendships and everything because I was going in, you know, I was a transfer from a junior college. So like I didn't go to school with the other college students that were there. Uh, I I started in my junior year, basically. Um, And so that was hard. And like. I just felt very much like the outsider and I never really got super close to that many people like now I have later in the years, but I was just incredibly sad. And like, that was when I think, cause I didn't used to have like a lot of panic attacks when I was younger, but um, when I went to college in Long Beach, I started having a lot of panic attacks. Mm. It was like once a week I'd be on the floor, like screeching and blacking out like through panic attacks. And, um, I'd like kind of come to later with like drool all around me. It's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, there was a few times when Rich thought he was gonna have to like take me to the hospital because I was so like out of it. My yeah. heart rate would get so fast that I ended up like having to go to get checked for like heart palpitations. I had a throat issue and a breathing issue that popped up when living down there where I had to get a lymph node removed, oh. and they thought I might have like lymphoma at one point. That's um, intense. Yeah. I could go on and on about, about <laughs> my time in Southern California because it was it, it, like, yes, there were some terrible things. I did love, you know, my school in a lot of ways. I mean, there's definitely some issues there, too, because um, yeah. the school doesn't have a lot of it's art. You know, you don't have a lot of funding for art. Yeah. I, um, yeah. But yeah, I know it sucks. Um, school is just never one of those things yeah. that like I hear many people say they had fun in. And, you know, I'm not saying there isn't those times where people say they're, they have fun and whatnot. My part of school hating was just, you know, constantly being bullied. And I, I just, yeah. like, the amount of times I was just life-threatened for just existing and, like, for being a larger person as well. Like, I know it's just, it just, it just, it was, ne- it was, I, it I understand was, that. Yeah. That was, that was actually another thing being in LA as somebody who, and I'm not looking for compliments here, but somebody who's not conventionally attractive, not the skinny, like perfect looking person. And I, I don't dress nice or wear anything that's really that nice. Mm-hmm. Being in L.A., literally the first week of me living there, I was talking with somebody I randomly met. Like we had we'd known each other for two seconds. And I remember like joking around with him being like, yeah, you guys all dress so nice here. Like, I don't really I don't really know how to dress. And he looked me up and down and went, yeah, you really don't. I was just like, oh, okay. Wow, we do not know each other. Like, that's a lot. Like, I can say that, but you shouldn't say that. Um, no. That's... Like, you know, I wow. feel pressured to go to the gym all the time down there. So, mm. like, I I was starving myself, barely mm. eating, going to the gym constantly, uh, working my butt off in school. Um, I loved what I did in school. Like, my art stuff was wonderful. Um, loved that. But like other than other than liking that, there was nothing else I enjoyed being down. Yeah. There. And like Rich, I was really lucky that I uh, I was allowed to quit my job and focus on school because Rich was like, you should just focus on this and I'll handle all everything. So he took on too much for even him to to handle. Yeah. He was taking a lot of classes and um, working as well at the same time to support us. And it was, yeah. Uh, when after we got married, we actually were in a position where like if. If TikTok hadn't taken off, we would be screwed. I said that, like, yeah. Financially. 
Yeah. We had nothing in our bank account. We had negative in our bank account, I believe, right after we got married, um, which at the time I didn't know because Rich being the sweetheart that he is was trying to shield me from knowing a lot of the stuff that like was going on. Um, but that's another thing is I wouldn't, I wouldn't, none of the TikTok stuff and everything would have happened to me if we hadn't moved down there and I hadn't met the people that I did that, that turned me on to it. Yeah. And if Rich hadn't been the person that allowed me to focus entirely on that and do what I want instead of having to make money for us. So I am very privileged in that way that I was able to do that. The thing is, I don't know if you actually realized it, but you also answered the remarkable way of you doing it. Because not only were you going through these very hard issues that you went through in your life, but you also found a, 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 a light to it uh, at the end. And uh, if that's easy enough for me to say or able to say, like you got into TikTok, you found those things through there, you, you persevered. You know, you and Richard were strong together and you persevered through all of that among everything else that you haven't even told us. And you still got to go through that and look where you are today, you know? It sometimes can be really troubling to think back to the past and those not-so-nice clouds that like to suffocate us. But you did find a piece of remarkable through that that you now have been using as a wonderful step to where your life is now and where your life is going, you know? It's hard, it's hard to look at, like, I... I never want to be somebody like, you know, how like the that saying the like, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. thing. Yeah, I always hate that saying because I'm mm -hmm. like, that's that shouldn't be the case. Mm. You shouldn't have to hurt to like learn something. I agree. Better. And it's like, yeah, it's just like as as I know, you and I have had conversations before in the past where it's just like, why is it that I had to go through bullying? Why is it that I had to go through whatever? happened in the past to put me into where i am today you know and so people are like oh it's character building oh it's just this you know this didn't happen i'm just like let's stop that let's yep. not think about it that way when i started out like i definitely got a lot of hate in the beginning which was another reason why it was hard mm -hmm. for me because i was starting out when i was in long beach but i got a lot of people that were like i hate the sound of your voice if i had to be married to you i'd probably kill myself oh my like, god you should kill your oh really bad stuff like you should kill yourself uh, I can't believe your husband's even with you. God, you're so disgusting. Like, get off the internet. Don't don't talk in your videos. We don't want to hear you stupid. Oh my God. There's a lot of stuff about my voice, which is hard because, like, I already didn't like my voice very much at the time. And, like, you know how it is when you hear your voice online. You're like, mm. ew, I sound gross. Like, none of us like the sound of our voice. Um, but that was something I had to deal with. But what I don't like sometimes is, like, you tell people, like, yeah, I'm, this is a lot of stuff and it's hurting me. And people are like, well, that's the internet. And I'm like, we shouldn't give people a pass for that. That's not how it should be. That no. sucks. Like, yes, that's the internet, but that's not like I never want to make people feel like it's you have to you have to have tough tough skin. You have to deal with it. It's like no, you shouldn't have to. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have to do that. There's always going to be people out there that are going to try and find an issue with something, right? <laughs> we don't need that energy people, here at I, all. <laughs> I don't understand, like, because you and I have both, like, you know, we've talked about this on not the podcast, but like you and I have both dealt with, like, you know like weight issues throughout our lives yeah. um and we're definitely both at like different stages right now and everything but like i never i it always pissed me off when like people would get upset at people who were you know working out who were larger things like that i'm like what do you want from us right like what do you go to the you, gym sorry, eat my friend, what do you 
want. You want me? You oh, you don't like that I'm fat? Well, I'm working out. That's supposed. To, so you don't want me to? Do How dare you work out? What do you think you're doing? And comment of like, oh, you're still fat. You're like, okay, let's pretend one that that matters because it doesn't, and Mm. two, let's pretend like, oh, that's a bad thing, which it's not. But let's for a second pretend that in their little world that that's like the case. Do you think that like you decide to lose weight? And it's going to happen all at once. And oh suddenly God. you're skinny. And you never have to deal with it ever again. And it's not a process to get smaller. That's so stupid. If the weight, comment is stupid. If weight change could happen instantly. Oh, it's totally okay. I feel the energy. <laughs> if weight change could happen overnight, everyone would be in their dream bodies. That was actually, it's funny. Um, if When people say, like, what superpower would you have? Mine would be to be able, not in the mystique way, but to be able to change my body chemistry and appearance at will. Which means mm. that, like, oh... I have a cold, bam, no I don't. Like, oh, I have blonde hair, bam, no I don't. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm two feet tall, bam, now I'm eight feet tall. Like, I want to be able to just change anything and have it stick. Like, not have it be, like, something I have to hold so there's no, like, true me. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. And it's literally, it's it's entirely because of the fact of, like, getting bullied growing up for my yeah. weight and my appearance that I'm like, I would be so nice if I could have just not had that happen. It's like, you know. I, I, I've noticed to say it's like often, so I'm going to probably have to adjust those filler words. Don't! Who cares? <laughs> people get after people for saying like a lot in their sentence. As somebody from California, who cares? <laughs> do you want. I don't care. Talk I almost said it's like again. <laughs> it's like. Go ahead, say it, Shane. It's like. It's, it's like. <laughs> it's like when... I know everyone has their own unique situations in their life. There's always something out there that someone's gone through that we haven't gone through or thing and, and same vice versa in the same way, like something I've gone through that someone else may not have gone through. And when you talk about your story and what you've gone through and saying that you've been bullied when you've been growing up and for your voice, looks, any of that part, it's just not fair to you. And it sucks and I'm sorry that that's happened to you. Because, like... Like, <laughs> I just, I just wish that if it's someone being bullied at a younger age, or even when they're bullied now, that the person who is doing the offense, if I could, if that's the right way to say it, could just get a small glimpse of all the cracks that come from that single thing. They linger. I, I still remember stuff that people you said to me. You never know what's going to be a core memory. Right? Was, an right, and all of a sudden it's like, this person 10 years ago said this to me. And then who knows where your emotions will go. It brings us down, you know? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, you know, I I feel like somebody somebody said this. I don't know who said it, but it's not it's not the first thought you have. It's it's whatever thought comes after. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, as as people, we all are taught and, like, we all have been influenced by, you know, society and the things we've learned. So, like, growing up, we are learning and getting better. That's why, you know, if I were to talk to 15-year-old me, 15-year-old me was an idiot. Oh, same. <laughs> same. My so God. stupid. So yeah. dumb. Um, but, you know, like, I, I remember there was one day when we were driving somewhere and I looked over at this uh, this park full of people and there was this there was a band playing and no one else was dancing except for this one old lady who had streamers and was dancing in a oh. really weird way. Okay. And I remember looking over and being like, ooh, that's really awkward. And then I, I stopped and went, hi, she's mm-hmm. having fun. Mm-hmm. You know what? Good for her. Screw mm-hmm. it. Like, so, again, it's not the first thought you have. It's the second. So for, like, those bullies... I wish that I could make them have their second thought. I feel like they're still on their first. Still on their first of, like, they don't see 
or or care so much about like what repercussions it is and they yeah. don't have the ability to look past it yet and see like why does why does this matter to me right. why am i do, why is this making me happy to hurt this person or why do i even want to hurt this person mm-hmm. um like you know because again like you were saying like or with the core memories thing like we never know what's going to stick i remember i'm not going to say his name um, I'll say his first name. I remember Greg in second grade, like calling me a fatty because I was drumming on my stomach, like to music. And, and I just... to this day cannot do that. Because can't I think of Greg. Can't drum on my stomach. It's yeah, because I always think of Greg. Um, same thing with uh, you know my nose. For years, I thought I had a huge nose uh-huh. um, because one person one time told me I had a big nose and I couldn't let it go. Um, you know these small things, and you know it's always yeah. seems to be body related that from when we were younger gets stuck into our minds and like yeah and they come out and they come out more and then we think about it, like it's just <sighs> i think it is is that with bodies like you can control your body to some aspect but you can't you don't have as much control over it as personality things so if somebody tells you that they don't like something about the way that you're acting mm-hmm. then whether that's a good idea or not you can change that mm-hmm. you can change the way you're acting but if somebody says they don't like the shape of your eyes or they don't like the fact that you have a mole above your lip or something i like what are you gonna mole. do about that you can't do anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what i mean I was... like you can't do anything to change that mm-hmm. so like i I, there's another saying about this too that if if, you, if somebody can't change something about themselves within like five minutes that you shouldn't tell them about it like if somebody has something stuck in their teeth they can change that you should be like mm-hmm. hey there's something stuck in your teeth if somebody like is wearing like the wrong size pants for them like they're too loose or something but they can't change that and they're about to go into a meeting you, you should not you don't you don't go like hey your pants look funny because that's just going to mess them up why yeah. would you say that they can't change that in five minutes yeah I, I, I like that I guess I like that rule it's just like there it is again it's just like um <laughs> when it when it comes to uh the people we trust and the ones who are there for us i i do personally rely on hearing feedback from my friends and the people i care from and occasionally random people because it's a fresher idea but it's what we do with that how it's delivered to us what the topic is on that then creates its reaction and so like as you said if it's in five minutes Think about the situation going on, right? Like, like, oh, so like, as you said, something in your teeth. I will tell someone if something's in their teeth that they have a booger in their nose, yeah. things like that, right? And so, a booger, a, booger? Said, a, uh, booger? a snot hanger, <laughs> a Can nose, a snot rocket. Sure, it's not. It is. It's in your nose. It's just like hangs off the side. It's like hi, Where? I. Hello, I'm Jim. I'm in your mouth, right nostril. What's Jim? Well. No. I don't know. I know you don't. But it, I was just, I was just saying, it's just like they were just gonna. They're gonna notice this the entire time. Don't, don't think about yeah. it. <laughs> when it comes to someone who I trust talking, uh, t- uh, telling me something that they know I, uh, I, I like hearing. If it comes to like self improvement or things of that sort, I like to hear that. Do I live to what that person has said? No, because yeah. I don't hold other people's expectations of me as weight because. Our expectations should be the expectations we have for ourselves, And then if we need help, we'll ask for help. Sometimes we can't, we, we don't know to ask for help yet. But if we're forced to ask for help, usually that tree doesn't really grow, 
right? It's, it, we get that self-sabotage defiantness that and comes in. My dad always says that you can't learn a lesson for somebody. They yeah. have to learn it for themselves. Yeah. And I, the life will keep presenting you with the same lesson until you learn it. Yes. I I, I really like that, that a lot. Whether it's going to be someone saying that, oh, you're not doing this enough in your life. You should do this. Go away. I don't want that energy. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't belong. <laughs> Go home. And... <laughs> oh, on. Um, I want to do that one day. Just someone just like comes at you and says something and you're just like... Be God, and then just watch them like Gandalf at you. The stick of defying your. B- <laughs> I I always think about it like I think about clothing differently now, especially being because again when I was younger like I was like oh something makes you look fat that's bad, and now now being older I'm like. No, I am a fat person. If something, not- like, something can't make me look fat, I am fat. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like, yes, I'll still have days where I'm like, I hate the way I look and stuff like that. But now I'm I'm dressing and embracing myself a lot more. I love just that. Because I'm like enjoying. I don't know. Like, I doesn't, it doesn't matter to me that I'm like, as like, you know, fat. I, I, I hope it's okay. That I'm myself oh, I, it's totally okay. Because fat is not a bad word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would never call somebody else that because I think it's still hurled as, like, an insult for a lot of It's people. society that designed um, it to be, uh, unfortunately, through yeah. the time to make it into an insult. But it's like, I'm fat. Hi, camera. Hi, people who listen to this. I'm fat, and I have no issue yep. saying that. I have no regret. I have no anything like that. Yes, I'm changing my weight, but I'm not going to hate myself. Yeah. yeah. It's a body. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on losing weight right now, mm-hmm. like, as well. Um, and, like, yeah, I've lost 50 pounds, and, like, I would like to Good. lose more. But, like, if I don't, then fine. So- I'm not going to give up my happiness. The week. When you were bigger and you've lost weight and you see how people treat you differently. Yeah. And then you go back to being bigger. Yeah. And you see the change again. And it's, like, because when, when, when you haven't experienced like both sides of it i think a lot of people don't realize like how drastically people will treat you different yeah i just wanted to jump back to what you said because you said you lost 50 pounds and i know the people in the video can see that i clapped and stuff but it's because i know what your goals are but yes. i wanted uh, i wanted to you sit never you never congratulate somebody on weight loss unless, yeah. unless you know like you're like oh is that something you're like if somebody if i were to come up to you and say shane i've lost 50 pounds and you had no context like i, I probably take into context like you know does she look happy like but if if let's say i texted you shane i lost 50 pounds and you had no context you had no idea that i was trying to i'm guessing that your response would be are you okay you're very close i i you're very close my response when someone says they've lost weight is like how do you feel and and if it's in a text it's a question mark exclamation point because i want to know how you're feeling i want to know what that is because if i don't say congratulations you've lost weight what if that's so detrimental to you what if you have a health condition going on that's causing you to lose weight and i just congratulated you for losing this from a health condition it's it's removing the me and remaining the energy with you and the person who, who who has brought this to you and that's something that's very important it's funny, actually, there was a woman that, like, we were walking somewhere and some old lady walked up to us and started talking to us and started telling me how I needed to lose weight. I'd never met her before. I didn't know her. Mm-hmm. She started telling me I need to lose weight and how I'm like, okay. And I just stood there and took it. And I really wish I hadn't. I really wish I'd gotten, like, kind of in her face and been like, why? Who for you? <laughs> like, get the fuck away from me. But come- I was like, you know, it's like I'm trying to be nice. However, I feel like if, if she was there doing that to somebody else around me, I would have gotten in her face. Mm. You know, it's like when something's happening to you, you're like more likely to take it. You're like, ah, it's fine. I can handle this. <laughs> Avoid conflict. Avoid conflict. <laughs> you're like, I will 
Hey, you ready? <laughs> That's my baby. <laughs> One one time, uh, when I, I was at a, 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 a what's 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 the park called with roller coasters? A theme park? Theme park. Theme park. Okay, I was at a theme park, and uh, it's called Canada's Wonderland. So that's a, I just don't want to call it other than that. And so, <laughs> sorry. Um, but I haven't been able to fit in the roller the rides there for so many years now. I haven't been. Oh yeah. But uh, but um, I was I was with my friends one day, and. Uh, we were sitting there and we had a funnel cake, you know, like, and so, and us three were sharing a funnel cake. Three people sharing one funnel cake. And this man, <laughs> this gentleman of some sort, I don't know, this person, I'm going to say person, <laughs> was, was walking by and in their gruff, deep voice, <laughs> they're like, pigs, look at you guys. There you guys go. Yeah, get that funnel cake. <laughs> and then walked past us. And I have never forgotten that. I can tell you this. If I was with you, I would have chased him. I just... I would have yelled at him. I was... I've done that because, like, I've not had friends who were yelled at for their weight, but I've had friends who yelled at for being gay in public, mm-hmm. and I have gone a bit feral. Yeah. I'm pissed. I want to kick that man in the face. <laughs> I'm, and sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you in, pissed. In... We do not condone <laughs> violence here. <laughs> we, I don't know about this. We know. <laughs> Don't hurt anybody. Don't hurt anybody. <laughs> it it was something that just stuck with me, and 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 like as you have, were saying earlier, you have those things that people stuck with you about, like your nose, your voice uh, from from school. It's it, it's it's like we. If there's any anyone who's listening right now, if someone's saying something to you in the moment, it will suck. You know, and there are people out there who can. It's allowed to. You're allowed to feel hurt. You are, yeah. There are people out there who things can really run off their back, like water off their back, whatever that the thing is called. Good for them. Yeah, bravo. I wish I had that. I I have it in a way. I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm water resistant until you submerge me, and so it's just. (laughs) So it's just. I can only keep water up for so long. Right, right, and then after a bit, it it went through. (laughs) But 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 there's people out there who I know can just like. This sounds silly. How how can they let those things? It's just a random person. You know, I'm never gonna see them again. It's like that energy does not exist with everyone. And I agree. I feel like Quincy's a good example of somebody who's able to like let things roll off of him. My Quincy's God, a pro. He just he yeah, he's really good at that. I'm, I feel like I'm taking up too much time on him. So sorry. oh no, it's totally okay. I was just loading up the story. <laughs> nice. Yes, yeah. The story. It's story time. I didn't want you to feel rushed at all. I ever. And so, like, this is a place where you ha- you're allowed to speak your mind and how how you feel. And if someone resonates with that, then they have it. If someone doesn't resonate and they don't agree with you, then that's their life. That's their choice. That's that's the wonderful thing about the real and the remarkable. We're accepting the world for what it is, and then but we're trying to do what we can with it to make it better. And uh, and so, Love that. um, but I wanted to just say thank you. Uh, because you you shared what you have and i'm sure you'll be back and there'll be more to share that we can get into details with and uh or and and you know we're as i said we're both neurodivergent our brain went from different branches to trees to, you know all kinds of places but on this next part we're gonna do some story time uh so just forever you, really you could oh sorry that's totally okay please go you could you could have like whenever you do story time you could be like grab your blankies and your clothes <laughs> story time well, there you guys go, you guys go <laughs> grab your blankies i only have this cloth grab your blankies and your <laughs> wait i have a shirt here my blankie today. <laughs> i have my venti drink as well it's just water yeah just so everyone knows who's just in the audio right now audrey has a like 
a green, a, a soft green. It looked like a soft green uh, a shirt. Oh, this was. Oh, this is my green shirt. Oh, I thought this was white. I'm. Uh, and I have a vibrant orange, which I'm trying not to touch with my fingers. Microfiber cloth. Oh, you just want to catch your fingers. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's Great for other things, not for touchies. <laughs> no, no. If I could just, like, I have to, like, wear a glove or have another cloth just to touch it. <laughs> cloth, so I can grab the cloth. <laughs> right? Like, I'm actually, like, like I know people in the camera just see it. I'm just, like, I can do the corners because there's nothing in the corners. Um, so for everyone here who uh, wants to know what story time is, story time is where I will read a story that has been submitted by you. And uh, Audrey and I will discuss it whether we're reading through it or at the end. But it's to share something that you've gone through. Now, just be warned that some of these stories can be trigger warnings in that sense. There are some dark things, some good things, some happy things, or none of the above because it's your story. And it's a part of being real. We are in the real segment. Our first story is brought to you by Rachel. And uh, Rachel did give us a trigger warning for everyone to know that it does have self-harm, suicidal thoughts, and an abusive relationship. So, I'd like to share with you my story. This takes place in the last two years. I was living in a beautiful apartment. I was surrounded by good friends in what I thought was a healthy relationship, long distance and a fun job that I loved, making friends and being more social and a bit more extroverted. I was living a dream that I never knew existed for me. One day, I started to experience the worst pain I've ever felt in my abdomen. I couldn't eat, drink, sleep, or move without excruciating, crippling pain. I'd lay in bed sobbing. I was scared. I was far from my family. My partner lived a 24-hour drive away from me, and they had no way of getting to me because they didn't have a passport. I felt very isolated and alone. I started to miss a lot of work. I was given a choice to quit, and I'd be able to return when I got better. So I agreed and quit. I cried a lot, but it was the best decision at the time. I started to go to the hospital to try and get help. I wasn't getting many results, so I went back to my hometown to see my family doctor, and then all the testing started. Three months ago, uh, sorry, three months go by with no results. Nothing was coming up. My savings were spent, and I had to give up my apartment and move back to my parents. I couldn't take care of myself anymore, and I was absolutely devastated. Three more months go by. I felt like it felt like years. Every single day was agony. At one point, I was taken to the hospital in an ambulance. I never thought in my life I'd have to go to the hospital in an ambulance. My mental health was holding on by threads at this point. I lost my job. I lost my individuality. I couldn't control the pain. I was, it was only getting worse. It wasn't getting, I wasn't getting answers. I was still barely eating or sleeping. I couldn't do my own laundry or cook. I could barely shower myself. I started to miss major events for the people I loved. Everything was out of my control. I was helpless. I started to self-harm to feel something other than the abdomen pain. Anything, even different pain, was better than that, than what I was going through. It was, only th it was the only thing I, in my control. I started to slip more and more to the edge. I was done. I was past my limit. I had called the suicide hotline three times in a week. 
something had to give and I, and I started a therapy and antidepressants. I felt even more defeated, even though it was the smartest choice I could have made in this mindset. And I'm happy I did because things were about to get even worse. Five more months go by. My partner has been getting distant with me. I try to continue conversations like normal. I didn't want to lose the only connection left to reality, and it pushed them away more. The uh, I push, uh, and it pushed them away more. The harder I was holding on. Eventually, the beginning and the lack of communication, among other things, happened in the relationship and broke down. Broke me down. I hit an all new lowest point. I couldn't handle anymore. Everything medically happening with that added on was too much, and we broke up. It tore me to shreds. They were my rock for so long. There's a lot to the story. I tried to sum it up as best as I could. But eight months go past by to present day. I've worked with my therapist and I'm eight months clean. Stayed dedicated to my, to my meds and I'm in the best mental state of my life. We've almost gotten through the point of forgiveness of my trauma with my ex. I'm still experiencing crippling pain every day although I'm able to manage it and altered my way of living to be able to be function, <laughs> to be able to function as best as I can. I can do my own laundry and sometimes cook. I've been physically demanding job for 15 years. In my current state, I still can't do a lot of physical labor. So after talking with a few people, I'll be going back to school and I'll be taking cybersecurity. I'm so excited to get back on my feet and move forward. Truth be told, I'm very proud of myself, which has taken me very long to actually admit, and you're the first person I've admitted this to. Well, Rachel, you've admitted it to a bunch more people as well, and I'm, I'm proud of you for being able to speak like this. But to finish off your story, you said, after hitting the lowest points of my life, learning that my relationship was actually incredibly unhealthy and toxic and living every day in pain, I'm beginning to learn how to love myself, forgive myself, and give myself grace for having to take things slower and building myself up to be able to go back to school for me and only me. It's an amazing feeling, and this is the beginning of my hero arc, and it'll only continue to be the most epic adventure. That was... Intense. That was a lot. That yeah. Was, like, I mean, I don't really have. I don't know how much I can say. Like, because it seems like they've definitely like they've completed the arc. So like, I can't offer any advice here. Yeah. Um. You know, I would say like I can sympathize with a lot of the stuff that that they were talking about. Um. Mm -hmm. Not nearly to the extent that they did. My God. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm so happy to hear that they're in a better place now than Same. they were. Because that was I was getting real real worried there yeah in the middle like i had to keep reminding myself i'm like they're writing the story so they're still yep okay like, yep they wrote it in there like, they, they got okay. yeah <laughs> um but wow that's that's amazing and definitely like takes a really strong person to be able to go through all that kind of stuff and i i get it um as far as like the medical stuff especially when you have something that's going on and you don't know what it is and no one seems to believe you and you're trying to go to many doctors who tell you that nothing's wrong and so many people would say well no, they say nothing's wrong isn't that a good thing and it's like it's not when they're when you know something's wrong and they're not figuring it out and, yeah like you know 
um, like when I said that I had the issue with the lymphoma thing, they still don't know what was causing it. And it, it, it took so many doctors for me to even like get one that would agree to, to biopsy it. It took like two years of oh, wow. being in pain constantly. And to this day, I still can't talk for long periods of time because right. of that. Um, but anyway, so that's, that's my own thing was we're back on, it was, <laughs> like, I'm just trying to say like, I can, I can relate to how difficult that, that must've been for them. Um, and just, you know, it, Rachel went through a I'm lot glad, of I, I, Rachel went through a lot, like obviously. And mm-hmm. like, again, I can't really say much cause they've, they're out on the other side of it, it seems. And they're, they're doing good, which is great. I mm-hmm. mean, it's life is, life is full of ups and downs. So there's never any, like we've rounded the corner and like, we'll be okay now. It's, it's always going to be like, life is always going to be somewhat of a, of a struggle for everybody, I think. But like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad to hear that they're in a better place now and able to handle like the things that are that are going on. And mm-hmm. that's just yeah. I'm I'm happy that Rachel has been able to get to where they're going and being able to do their cybersecurity and being oh, that's able, so cool, right? And the thing that Rachel put in there that really hit was the forgiving yourself. You know, yeah. Forgiveness is huge because so many people think that you need to like be in a state to forgive someone, or they have to do something to forgive them. But forgiveness isn't for someone else. Forgiveness is for you. You know, it's. I'm. I I'm in a yes and a no in that. Okay. I don't know. With the way some like it might we might be talking about it in different contexts. Okay. When some people would be like, you need to forgive this person. I'm like. Oh no! Yeah! No! 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 That's not the the context. Yeah, definitely different context. So so. I took this one time where I sat down and I imagined everyone in front of me and the issue that they did or the thing that they did. And I Mm -hmm. drew a line and be like, I forgive you, but not forgiving them. It's I forgive you and I'm moving on. I am done. I will remember. I always have the moving on thing, but I'm like, I don't, I don't ever say I forgive them because to me in my mind, because of the way I think of forgiveness, I'm like, it's giving them a pass for what they did. And I'm like, I get that. I know. Like it's, it's like, but again, that's just my own personal definition of forgiveness. But I get to, I totally like agree with what you're saying though. Is like the, you know, not allowing them to have space to, um, to like in your mind to continue to hurt you and stuff like that. Cause like, who we are, who we were, ten years ago, five years ago, things like that. When Isn't we were, even us anymore. right? When we were kids growing up, when we were in elementary school, high school, things like that. Like it's, we're, it's, it's not who we are anymore. And like I know that kind of does go into the lines of when I was just talking about the bullies in the past doing what they did has scarred our minds to where we are today. Uh, it's just like it's still like we have to think of that. Will would that person? be who they were then as they were now and that's where the whole aspect of change comes in and what you said the second thought you know and so i wouldn't be have that second thought like is this is that action what they would do now our experiences doesn't mean that you have to allow them in to let them yeah exactly you don't have to allow them in. you're like you've made your life and you're moving on with your life you've moved your life into a way that you that you're designing and Mm -hmm. and so and like and so when it comes to like for 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 us like we we remember but we're not gonna let it control you know yeah uh, and so like if if you know greg wanted to come up and apologize to to me for something in for the, the belly past, then like nah, to be honest it probably doesn't even uh, occur to him and i'm sure he's probably a nice guy right now I, i'm sure he's probably a nice guy with a family maybe god we're at that age aren't we oh, <laughs> um, i got cats <laughs> right <Same. laughs> um but like you know i'm sure he's a nice guy who's who's doing great things now and i i wish him well like yes like 
that's the other thing too is i think like you know we all could, who knows i could have said something to somebody in the past that like could have hurt them and i feel terrible if that's the case mm-hmm. and i hope that's not the case but like Sorry to mean to we all you. do stupid things when we're younger we all do very stupid yep. things when we're younger we need room for people to change and yeah. to like grow because otherwise what's the point of, yeah. of living we're doing it right yeah like I guarantee you the points and the things i'm thinking right now are not going to be what i think even maybe in like five years mm-hmm. anything you know? can change it's so much context matters yeah it's weird when you get to the point in your life when you don't have school to do anymore because you're like what do i do yeah <laughs> yeah like you know you're as an adult you're like i don't have a schedule now like you do if you have like when you have work and stuff like that and yes that's the schedule but even that that's your choice like you don't have to be doing exactly what you're doing mm-hmm um, like you could, I say, depending on situations, depending. Well, yes, yeah. you no, know, no, I know, but I mean, like, okay, like I always have. Every time I go to the grocery store and I'm leaving the grocery store, I have this feeling of like, I'm an adult. <laughs> I went and like got groceries, and I I got the things that I need for my household, and somebody else didn't make that decision for me, and yeah. I'm gonna go home, and I get to set these up in my refrigerator like an adult does. You know what's one? Like, That's such a weird thought. I don't feel like I'm even qualified to do that. Sometimes. <laughs> you know what's even greater about being an adult? <laughs> right. That's one thing about being an adult. You can go and buy a cake anytime you want. Where were we? We were at a store, and Rich was like, "I want." I, we were at we were at an ice cream shop, and Rich was like, "I want ice cream, but I've already had pie." And I'm like, "Do you want?" And he's like, "Yeah, but I shouldn't. It's not healthy." And I'm like. I'm like, doesn't really matter. I'm like, you're an adult. You get to do what you, get to do what you want. And he's like, yeah. but I shouldn't. I'm like, doesn't it suck having to be your own adult, right? I'm like, because you can. I'm like, look, you can do what you want, though. No, yeah. no one's stopping you right mm-hmm. now. It was delicious. I it had was- both. <laughs> oh, you had both. Yay! <laughs> you live in the he moment. He pie and his ice cream, too. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. But you can. Like, I could just go out to the store right now and get a freaking cake. Yeah, could. Easily. Everyone, it's go so get weird. your cake. It's such a weird thing. Well, all these stuff- Whenever I bought any of these stuffed animals, I'm like, it's weird that I get to just do that and I don't have to be like, can I get this? I I still do that with Rich and he's like, you can do what you want. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's so great. That's so great. It's, yeah, when we were able to like just go and buy this stuff, like as you said, you like, eat your uh have your ice cream and eat your pie too um did i say them right here? i don't know i, I don't I'm on those lines and so <laughs> you have your cake and eat it too. have your cake and have your cake and eat it but you said have your ice cream and eat yeah, your, have pie. Your, pie. Have your pie have your pie have your pie and eat your pie okay good <laughs> that's what i heard <laughs> you said you said it you just said you said have your pie and eat your pie <laughs> I just like it because as Richard actually said the thing where it's like, oh, it's not healthy, but it's just like, so, <laughs> so a lot of things, everything's unhealthy technically. Like when that's the thing too, when people act like, oh, it's so unhealthy, like people say it's so unhealthy to be like, you know, overweight or to be fat. And I'm like, you know, I know what else is healthy. A runner runners. It's bad for your knees, hmm. bad for your knees to run. So that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It's bad if football players are out there. It's bad you can get concussions if you play football. Mm-hmm. If you sit and play video games all day, it's bad for your circulatory system or whatever, like your blood and everything. Like that's not good for that. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is bad for us in some way. Some so way. saying that being fat is like the worst thing, I'm like, no, it's not. It's just as bad as anything else, and just as good as anything else. It has. It literally doesn't matter. It's the only difference is that you don't. You're judging based on appearance. The other person who's like, you know, yep. call, it's just, yeah. People are just it, ingrained to it for some reason. Hate yeah. fat people. 
And yeah. it's stupid. It's honestly stupid. And people... Nothing we can do is perfect, ever. Right? Right? As you were saying earlier, it's just like, oh, you're going to the gym? Oh, well, you should work it harder. You shouldn't be eating that. I thought you were trying to lose weight. You shouldn't wear right? that. That's right? not for you. Like, right? what do you want me to wear? Right? A paper bag outside? Like, what? You're not in my body. You're not living yeah. my life. You're not me. I feel like the genie. You're not me. You're <laughs> you're not doing any of this stuff right now. Excuse me. Excuse you me. Can you get me here? I don't think so. You're getting your three wishes, so sit down. But <laughs> but in other terms, politely, shut the f- up. <laughs> Uh, as you you get older i think that's another thing that happens to a lot of people because i i see a lot of younger people online and that are bullying people which always makes me so angry i'm like guys come on like don't be don't be stupid yeah yeah stop bullying people i will say this too there's never like life is for at least for me in my experience life is full of ups and downs in the way that like yes you'll go through some stuff and come out better hopefully on the other side and everything like that Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, in my experience, there's always going to be stuff that, again, you'll go through. It's like a roller coaster. You yeah. have ups, you have downs. It's not really ever ending. I kept thinking, I, I still to this day kind of think this way, but like for years when living in Long Beach in Southern California, I kept thinking, I, it kept feeling like my life was on pause. Mm. And I hit pause and I was waiting for my life to start again when I got to move away. Yeah. And when I finally moved away, it did, it did feel really great to move away. And I did yeah. feel like my life started again a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like, you know. That it's just, and Rich and I have had other things like happened in our life and other stuff like that that have have taken us down or things that have like really messed with us. Um, things I can't really talk about on here. Totally okay. Um, I don't know. There's just like I I kept waiting for like ah it'll be everything will be good now I'll have my happily ever after my you know and then everything was good but it's not ever gonna be that way and that's mm-hmm. a hard thing for to swallow. It's still a hard thing that I'm dealing with. Like you know I have to realize like not everything's gonna be okay, and that's. We- that's just the way life is. Like it's, it's ups and it's downs. And hopefully, mm-hmm. I can surround myself with people and like friends and family that are able to help me when I'm in my downs, and I can help other people when they're in their downs, and vice versa. It's the the journey of what we go through. It's full of so many different angles and shapes, ups and downs, um, yep. and. All I hope is that everyone who's going through those downs and brick walls and high slopes is that you keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. You know, talk to someone. Finding the people in your life that are that not only can be there for you, but you can be for their there for them. Like it, you find certain people that like are people that will really stick. Yeah. And being good to as many people as you can, I think, and you know. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard though. Like I definitely take care. Ah, it's it's such a weird way of thinking, but like take care of yourself first cuz you'll have no you can't be a good person and be there for others if you yourself are hurting. Yeah. So like being able to take care of yourself is a really important thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, no one else can do that as well as you. No one else knows you quite as well as you know yourself. Um, but trying to find the people that like can get as close as you can. I agree. I have a very I have I have a I have very many people now that I didn't have before. A lot of it is because of TikTok, and I've met some really wonderful people like you, Shane. Oh, TikTok. thank you. <laughs> we would never have met otherwise living it's all the true. way over there in Canada. It's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't say much. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, it's okay. Do you have anything that you went through? 
No, no, I'm good. Okay. Through nothing. <laughs> hey, you know. Not true, but you don't have to talk about. You don't have to talk about it. It's totally okay. <laughs> do you feel that the way that you describe what I thought was your remarkable is your remarkable, or do you think that there's something better that came from everything? Say, like I, my most remarkable moments, I think, honestly, were everything having to do in my life with Rich. And I know that sounds like a love struck, like you know, like it's a beautiful oh, he's thing the to best say. thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> but it really is that way. Like I. I have found somebody because we're we've been together for almost 12 years now it's been a while mm-hmm. like that's unusual I think for people our age um, to be able to say that uh, and I just I yes we have moments where like we fight and things like that like anybody does um, but like I'm constantly struck whenever I get to look at him or be with him that like I found somebody who just completely accepts every bit of me and has seen every bit of me the both the good and the bad and just how how safe i can feel like with him in every way like and just how unbelievably lucky i am in that way that like i have somebody who was willing to like go through as much as he's gone through for me and be there for me in in the ways that he has and again, that doesn't mean we don't have like our issues as, as anybody does. We're two humans that are very different people, very different people <laughs> trying to live together. Um, but yeah, just there's no one else in my life that comes even close to how safe and accepted and loved I feel with him. And I think uh-huh. that is probably the most remarkable thing in my life is that I got to find that person so early on in my life. Like, I didn't have to wait until I was in my late 20s or 30s or 40s. I got to find him when I was 17. And he's going to be with me forever. Love you, honey. That's emotional. Oh, Richard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's emotional. (laughs) You know how to be heartfelt. I I love you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so cute. You guys are so cute. I I don't know if you want to include that, but I would say that's like, yeah, that's probably my most like, the the thing I cherish the most in my life is definitely him. Sorry, she said it again? The thing that I cherish most in life is him. Mm -hmm. Like, and the thing that I, I, despite everything else in my life, I don't care what happens. If I'm with him, I know like, we'll be fine. And again, I know that's very much like the love struck, like, oh, because, you know, like it's like don't you have anything other than a guy and it's like yeah of course i do and that's honestly that's what's so remarkable is the fact that like because i'm with him i was able to pursue the things that i wanted to pursue i didn't have to give up anything because he made it so i didn't have to give up anything we worked hard for each other we were very different people that work well together in so many ways you know he couldn't he helped me you know, by he built an app around my channel. He helped me like edit my stuff and get my stuff out there and like all this different stuff. He supported me and I like we and if you want to do, we can get into that on another time. Yeah. Um, I can talk more on that on detail. I didn't want to like go into the nitty gritty of everything, but yeah, I guess that's my remarkable is is uh, him and our life together. I love you that. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't hold you back. That was you didn't hold me back. You lifted me up. That was always my fear, you know. Never. I, I always worried about that. That's all. He complete like, <laughs> it literally is that you didn't hold me back. You lift. You lifted me up. You. I used. I used to say that you took me out of the pit that I was suffering in. Like you picked me up out of it. Um, the pit. <laughs> this is the pit of depression that I was suffering oh. in. 
um you know like before you you knew me you're yeah well it's the only you're the only person i feel like that has actually made me feel important and actually made me feel like i'm worth something i'm glad (laughs) (laughs) he might not be the most you made me feel the same. I, I don't know. I, I can't convey the emotions like you do, like you are. But they're there. Trust me. He's a goofy goober. <laughs> well, Audrey, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the podcast yeah. tonight. It's been... I had fun. This was great. Oh, I'm so glad you had fun. Thank you for being my first guest. <laughs> Dude, bring me back again when I have when I haven't been traveling all day and I'm. <laughs> That, that and maybe we could talk about because uh, I know we could talk about many subjects. We'll try and focus better on one subject next time. <laughs> yes. I'm but sure we'll try. We'll I'm try. Sure it's we'll not gonna try. happen. It's not gonna happen. This it was very exciting. It's very it's very real and remarkable. And Audrey, why don't you just tell everyone how they can find you? Yeah, um, so, I mean, like, you can watch me on TikTok, YouTube, if you want to find me on Twitch and have more of, like, a dialogue, like, this kind of stuff, or more live stream sort of stuff. Um, you can find me on Facebook, even. We're posting on there now, which is, like, so weird. Um, but, yeah, just uh, either look up Oddity or Oddity Draws, spelled A-U-D-I-T-Y Draws. Um, yeah, I'm on multitude of platforms. You can find me. You can watch if you wanna. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! I'm so tired. We've been driving. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I love it. I love it so much. That is the energy we want. <laughs> but again, thank you so much for coming on. It was, oh, yeah. it was so nice having you. Thank, thank you, you, you as well, Richard. Thank you for coming in. Um, thank you for sharing your story. I'm, I, I'm sure, and I hope that whoever is listening out there, that if they resonated with your story, um, they can hold you as someone in their life to help them keep going and please go follow and look at audrey's stuff together and (laughs) (laughs) that's all i know no more after that (laughs) i don't know anything else on that song i know that's all i know together Yes, I love it. I love it so much. We're all this no together. No copyright. No copyright. No copyright. <laughs> okay, thank you so much again for being here. I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. And to all you here, thank you so much for coming in to the podcast, The Real and The Remarkable. My name is Shane Wally. It's so nice to have you here. Don't forget to finish your drink. Hydrate. Sleep if you can. And take your meds if you need to. And, and hug someone, yourself, a cat, a dog, a gerbil, a fish, but don't kill the fish. Uh, <laughs> hug the fish tank. <laughs> what? Don't kill the fish. Don't kill the fish. Don't kill the fish. <laughs> Somebody's going to hug their fish tank. I know. Gonna be your oh, no, don't hug the fish tank. <laughs> From inside the tank, all the fish sees is just uh, you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this is fantastic. So, thank you guys for being here. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you in the next episode.
enjoy everything. And remember, have yourself a great day. And if you're not having a great day, I hope that tomorrow will be better. And the next day after that, the next week, the next month, the next year, and everything beyond that. Take care. Bye!